cage, Kanobu, Kang, Raiden, Scorpion, Sonya, Blade, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang, Zora, Tabaraka, J-Jack, Kintaro, Kitana, Kung Lao, Merlini, Nanuse, Mutsu, Shao Kong, Chameleon, Cyrax, Earth, Makabo, Motaro, Nightwolf, Insector, Sheep, The Sindel, Striker, Fu, Jin, Quan, Shi, Shin, Oxo, Rina, Jerick, Kaimi, Reiko, Tanya, Tremor, Blade, Go, Ryan, Havoc, Hotaru, Kira, Koma, Onaga, Shijin, Kotegante, Vandavora, Cassie, Cage, Aaron, Black, Ferrator, Jackie, Briggs, Kotokan, Kongjin, Takeda, Tron, Dwarf, Cetrion, Scarlet, Gareth, Collector, Chronica, Welcome to Mortal Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Meckler, and this is the show where I walk my friends through the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character. Today, an oft-requested guest. You've asked for him. He's here from Game Grumps. We got Aaron Hansen. Aaron, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm really good. It's 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 uh, late. I, I go to bed it early. Um, mm-hmm, same. So I'm uh, I'm a little sleepy, but I feel like that will make for better content because I'm I'm ready to truly not understand what's coming at me. Well, here's the thing. You, I think today you're coming in at a good point in that you're going to understand everything coming at you on account of this is a fairly comprehensive character with a K, comprehensive character that we're talking about, character with a K, obviously, uh, on today's show in that uh, we're really covering the, the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore from the perspective of a single character because today we're talking about a character whose lifetime spans the entirety of Mortal Kombat lore. What? He's seen it all. He's like the Forrest Gump of of the Mortal Kombat franchise. Oh, I'm I'm truly fascinated. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not you didn't give me like Scorpion, did you? No, I didn't give you Scorpion, who you, you kind of pronounce as like Scorpion, which I liked. Um, but uh, no, wait, he wh- he's, wait, what did I say? Did I, it squir- sounded like you said Scorpion almost, <laughs> like it was near nearly Scorpion. Scorpion, I love it. Um. No, it's not Scorpion. Scorpion's long, long done on the show. See, the, the the order that I've kind of been doing this podcast in is that each season of the show has uh, been comprised of the characters introduced in that numerical game. Mm. This is the sixth season of Mortal Podcast, and we're covering characters introduced in the sixth Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat Deception. Oh, um, mm-hmm. okay. That makes sense. Wow. You really figured it out, huh? I really cracked the code, as it were. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, as part of that, I, I kind of have a prompt every season that I like to ask my guests, like right at the top, based on the theme that sort of binds the characters introduced in that game together. Mm-hmm. And as I said, this season we're talking about the characters introduced in Mortal Kombat Deception. Uh, so I'd like to ask you, Aaron, has that, there been a time in your life that you've been deceived? <laughs> I've been deceived. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeez, you're also I don't welcome know. to tell a story uh, about a time in which you've deceived someone else. No one really takes the bait on that one. Um, but you know, if you want to present a warts and all version of yourself on today's show, you're welcome to tell a story of a time you deceived someone. I'm I'm a master of deception. Um, Is that true? I'll, yeah, and I'll and I'll give you an example. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Have you ever heard of the band Mind Goblin? No, but I'm certainly intrigued. I love minds. Love goblins. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is it a so, black metal band? 
Well, um, I mean, you you surely have seen the cover of one of their albums, Mind Goblin. Hmm. I mean, maybe. Could you give me like a, l- a little more? Because Mind Goblin didn't do it. <laughs> Mind Goblin, these nuts, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Okay, I see. I see what you did there. Yeah, master of deception over here. So I have been deceived. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's a pretty good example. I, I, all day, every day. I, my, my friends literally don't, they avoid me in the halls now of the office because they mm-hmm. don't, they don't want to, they're like, oh, they don't God. want you to ask them to gobble your nuts. Yeah, they can see by the, by the, <laughs> the playful smirk on my face that I'm coming at them hot. Right. Yeah, you're like, hey, does it smell like Updog in here? Yeah. Oh man, and that was like, what's Updog? And you're like, I don't know what's Updog with you. I when I actually legitimately landed an Updog, that's that was when. Did you really? I was totally sold to the dark Dude, side. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> who, I, who did you Updog? It was it was my co-host Dan on Game Grumps. Oh wow. He was just so worn down from the day, and I just <laughs> I just kept hammering him with Updog. It just like little thing. I was like, yeah, it smells like Updog in here, and he was <laughs> yeah. He was just wow. like, like a, almost like a like a like a dictionary exact example of he was just like, what is Updog? <laughs> and it it hit so hard that I didn't even finish it up. I just started laughing hysterically. I'm impressed that you managed to fool a fellow adult um, or or a a peer of yours. That said, now that I'm really thinking about it, I feel like there's a lot of people I could probably get with an updog like pretty easily. I could Mm -hmm. definitely updog my mom. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could definitely updog my dad. I think it's even more of a layup since English is a second language. Oh. Not really a fair playing field there. Um, I could probably updog. I could probably get my boss. Oh yeah, you think that would go over well? Yeah, you think I'd get fired over that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit, I'm out of work. I did up dog, and my my, yeah. my boss got pretty pissed. Yeah, but Ben, can I talk to you over here for a second, please? Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, and then I have to explain to my mom that I lost my job because I up dogged someone. She says, "What's well, up dog?" And I said. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's just a downward spiral forever. <sighs> What's up with you? <laughs> true, true. Eight twenty p.m. bits. Um, <laughs> what time a, do you usually go to sleep? Uh, I've been trying to go to sleep at ten. Um, ten. That's pretty good. Yeah, but then we had company at, at the house, and we we saw my wife's dad. So like. It just, and that it, really it, freaked it, you out. It, well, so you got adrenaline coursing through your veins. Yeah, he keeps me up late. Um, <laughs> so I just, I've been trying to readjust to the the ten. I, I went to bed at like eleven, and I was like, "That's too late." Because um, I tried to get up at five. Because I found that when I is this <laughs> are we Mortal Kombat talking? I found no, this is part of it. <laughs> I found that it's uh, gonna come back. <laughs> when I stay up late, I just don't do anything for like like six seven hours at mm-hmm. night so i'm like okay if i'm just gonna not do anything at night i might as well go to bed early and then wake up early and then do a bunch of stuff in the morning um, right so i'm like super productive in the morning and then when i come home from work i just sit down and watch frazier a thousand times got it 
That makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess I don't do much other than like this podcast. And then I get on YouTube and I just search Mortal Kombat 4 endings and I just watch them. Are you truly like a like a, a Mortal Kombat head? Wouldn't it be so fucked up if I wasn't and I had six seasons into this podcast? <laughs> well, it's like it's a good gag, right? Like I get yes, the premise. Good, it is a good gag. Yeah. The, but I, it's like I would host something like this. If, I would be, That's a great idea. And I would host something right. like this, like not being a huge Mortal Kombat fan. Right. So you truly are a Mortal Kombat I head. I truly am a combat head. Yeah. I, um, I, the audience has heard this many times before, but, uh, I would go to arcades as a kid, most specifically the arcade at galaxy skateway in Florida, South Florida. And, uh, Oh no shit. I would. Oh yeah. Uh, are you from Florida? I am. Where, whereabouts? West Palm, but like not the nice part. I feel like we have talked about this. Actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm from Coral Springs. Right on. I've never wow. actually been there, but I, I've heard it a thousand times. Oh, well, I've been to West Palm. Oh, okay. It's it's not it's great. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Like, got it's, a great off of the I-95. I, if you recall, there's like a pretty good rest stop, West Palm Beach uh, yeah. rest stop there. It's got a Sabaro. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a beach full of affluence and then just mm-hmm. like inland of just just trashy walmarts and kmarts and it's just like <laughs> i just don't want to be there anymore got it yeah it's a lot of a lot of south florida is kind of like that yeah all of it some might say <laughs> yeah well, you know <laughs> who knows uh well i would i would go to the local uh arcades and i would uh yeah stand by the mortal Kombat arcade cabinet when i ran out of quarters after like 10 minutes sure. and just read read the character screens and learn about the story. And so I've stayed invested in the story of Mortal Kombat, but uh, have yet to ever become good at playing the game Mortal Kombat. Mm. Um, so yeah, for 20, however many years now, I, I've been saying 27 years on this podcast, but the podcast has been running for a couple of years. So I'm pretty sure it's more like 29 years now. The series has been running. Wow. If math is correct, because 92, I think, was the first game. So yeah, yeah. That's good God. Right. Mm-hmm. But many- I've been keeping up with it. Too many buttons, in my opinion. Yeah, there's what six? There's a, there's a block button and a run button. It's like, come on. Yeah, you're C- more of the Street Fighter school of thought, where it's like forward, run, backwards, block. Yeah, well, technically, Street Fighter also has six buttons, but each one of those does a function that attacks. Different but having length. having two buttons, and plus, <laughs> I don't know how many people know this about Mortal Kombat. The layout of the buttons is like an X shape. So the, the block button is like in the center most mm. of the time. I don't know if like all cabinets are like that, but most of the ones that I've seen are like this. It's the it's the two punches, the left and the right punch, and then the left and the right kick on the bottom, and then in the middle of yeah, the... Yeah, your torso blocks. I yeah. think it makes perfect sense. You've got the arms on top, one on each side, left and right, legs, same, middle, block. It makes sense in 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 theory but your hand isn't shaped like that you know like trying to get your hand to hit all the buttons and the it's strange it's not if you're not good when That's you get a- good your hand figures it out it starts to you know how if you play guitar you get calluses yeah and then it makes you better at guitar yeah yeah well if you get good at mortal Kombat, eventually your middle finger kind of just starts to slowly recede into your palm yeah they call it com- kind of they call it combat hand combat hand yeah yeah where you sort of get like a mangled hand Real gamers get it. That's perfect for playing Mortal Kombat and literally nothing else. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, yes, I'm a fan of Mortal Kombat. Um, 
that's, that's why I did the show. That's, yeah. I'm I'm very excited to jump into uh our character for today, who apparently has been there the whole time, even though was introduced in the sixth game. That's exactly right. And when you find out why he's not in the previous five games, you're gonna flip. Wait for it. It's a moment. It's the it's the beat dropping of this episode. Very excited. Yeah. Let's uh you know what, let's let's get into it. So so you are aware of Mortal Kombat. Of course. How familiar with like the story and the lore of Mortal Kombat are you? Dude, pretty much I mean, I love the films, the first two. Mm-hmm. Um so the you, fir- you're a fan of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yes. Okay. Tr- tremendously. I mean, okay. not not because it's good. Exactly the opposite of because it's good. <laughs> um, Got it. It's it's so much fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jax is was an American gladiator. It's fucking awesome. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Um, just just a just a fun ride. Lots of quotable lines. Yeah. Plus I, robots. I, I think the first movie is pretty story accurate, isn't it? In terms of like just how yeah, they all get fairly. together, it's pretty good. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. It gets the spirit of it. I would say a hundred percent right. And mm-hmm. then I would say the the narrative is pretty much it. Yeah. Um, it, it it's so influential in that way. In that, like uh, Kano, who's Australian in that movie, yeah, and has been Australian since. Mm-hmm. Who's not Australian until that movie, and then wow, in the games, really? yeah, he became an Aussie. That's awesome. I love mm-hmm. that because he's the best part of that movie. The, the, yeah. The, I gave him a big smile. Ish to ear. Is, that was perfect. It's, it's so good. <laughs> Everything he says is, did you miss me, baby? Like, yeah, he nails every he, line. Kano's somehow the standout in every movie Kano's in. Yes, he's fantastic. He, yeah, mm-hmm. he, wait, he was in Annihilation, right? He's not. Okay, because he, he died in the first in one. In the first yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's the part that's not necessarily canonic, canonically accurate. I was thinking of uh, Sub-Zero because when he shows up in the first movie, he looks great. And then in the second movie, he's supposed to take off the mask. So well, like, That's his little brother. When he's, oh, right. When, <laughs> sorry. I, you know, I, Listen, it was a hand-me-down at that point. It wasn't in very good condition. So. So, but like when he talks, it like moves. It like jumps up and down and stuff because he's yeah, about to take it off. It's like a light plastic like party city mask. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. <laughs> so you're generally familiar with the the kind of idea of the tournaments and all that. Yeah, they there's portals everywhere, outworld, whatever. Yeah. I'll give you the just like the baseline mythology that'll kind of help to shade in some of the stuff we're gonna learn today. Okay. Um so just briefly rewind back to the dawn of time. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there was the one being a, a massive celestial entity that could create life and essentially is, you know, God, as we're, most people perceive the concept of God. We're still talking about Mortal Kombat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there was the one being, and then the one being made this pantheon of elder gods. There's more of a traditional pantheon of gods, whereas the one being is more like a big celestial entity made of star stuff. Uh, okay. Um, the elder gods were like, hey, the one being wants us to like make planets and reality and world the world and stuff um and that's all good but why would we uh if we're capable of making stuff ourselves why should we have a boss uh so they created these special weapons called the kamidogu daggers yeah marxist heroes (laughs) um the elder gods (laughs) sorry the kamidogu daggers uh kami kamidogu daggers k-a-m-i-d-o-g-u dogu doesn't that mean map 
Is that God Kami map? Dogu? Is that what Oh, that... maybe. Kami means God in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And Dogu, I figured meant dog, but maybe it's, yeah, it's map. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the God map, they make the God map daggers. Uh, they make the Kami Dogu daggers, these special weapons, and they mm. use them to hack the one being into a billion pieces. And they turn those pieces into uh, re- realms, is what we call them in Mortal Kombat, but essentially dimensions. So, like, Earth Realm is one of those pieces of the one being. And it is the entire universe as we perceive it. Everything that we know to exist is Earth Realm. Wow, then so they, other... they cut them up real good, eh? Oh, my God. Yeah, you got a bunch of realms. There's Outworld, which is like Mad Max, Lord of the Rings, this fantasy, dark fantasy realm. You got Edenia, which is like the realm of the hot wizards. You got order realm you got chaos realm you got the vampire realm Vaternus. there's a dinosaur people realm all Wait, sorts of realms so if realms not commenting on any one of those realms that could mm-hmm. easily be commented on where were they before realms were made were they just floating in darkness they didn't exist they're they're straight up just or where did the elder gods yeah exist oh yeah uh, yes darkness so space just chilling Heaven, I think, is is technically what they call like the place where the elder gods are. So I guess it would be heaven. I mean, I get the sense of like the beginning of the universe being like amoebas, and all they do is just like eat. Mm-hmm. But these are presumably dudes mm-hmm. who are just what looking at space forever. Well, there were dragons, um, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> got it. <laughs> Pretty much, they're just like in a void of nothingness. And Sounds then they were fun. like, yeah, what if we killed our boss and turned his corpse into dimensions? Yeah, we need a man cave. Can we cut up our boss? Yeah, and that's quite a, a literal man cave. Yeah, we need somewhere to play foosball. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what they do. They make the realms, they make the dimensions, and um, the genesis of the Mortal Kombat tournament was that as life sprung up in these dimensions, inevitably as these species developed they would evolve to a point where they discovered the other dimensions and uh over time it seems like there was always someone who had ambitions of conquering the other realms and then merging the two realities together Mm. and then conquering other realms and merging them and the elder gods started to figure out that that probably meant that the one being was uh exerting his will through people to try to reassemble itself okay that's kind of cool it's very cool i'm actually kind of into that that's pretty sweet um so uh the one being being a risk you know for the elder gods the one being was to come back together again probably be like pretty pissed about getting hacked into a bunch of pieces sure so they were like we can't let that happen but we also need people to believe they have free will or what's the point of ruling over them so um, we'll just make a rule that if you want to merge with another realm, you have to defeat it in 10 fighting tournaments in a row. <laughs> and uh, that is the Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> hey, man. They, no, no one said they were good leaders. No. No, I'd say most people say they're pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. I mean, that I, that seems fair, right? I'm sure one realm yeah. is made of like giant lizard elephant tusk men. And Something another like realm that. is made up of like little birds. So yeah. <laughs> it seems like a fair thing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so that's the world we're in, right? Okay. 
Now let's let's get to talking about Shijinko. Shijinko, I believe, is is actually Japanese for protagonist, um, which seems very intentional because he basically was created as this Forrest Gump esque entity who is the secret protagonist throughout uh, all of the Mortal Kombat games up to the sixth game in which he first appears. Amazing. We're going to talk about his whole life from his childhood to when he was a very old man. Wow. <laughs> and then some. Didn't you say you had to eat dinner? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my wife actually uh, was kind enough to make dinner tonight, and she placed a bowl of uh, salad in front of me, which I will be eyeing throughout this entire recording. Amazing. <laughs> All yeah. right. Let's do it. Shujinko time. <laughs> it's Shujinko time, baby. So... Um, some decades before the first Mortal Kombat game, mm-hmm. um, Shijinko was just an ambitious kid training in an Earthrealm village, probably somewhere in China, but we don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, under Master Bo Raicho, uh, who was actually a guy that was a refugee from Outworld. So he was already a refugee from another world. He had come to Earthrealm specifically because he thought the people who ruled Outworld were too dangerous. And he wanted to come to Earthrealm and train Earthrealm warriors who could one day defend their realm if it was ever put in danger. Specifically by Outrealm or just or Outworld? By Outworld or? Um, yeah, it was really mostly by Outworld. He was like, Outworld's a problem and I'm from there. So it's my job to like take care of uh, Earthrealm, who's going to be a coveted realm for them. And I'm going to just train. I'm going to train people to be good warriors. So why is it so, why is earth so coveted by out out world? <laughs> I think at this point in history, Outworld had tried to conquer earth before and failed. Oh, so the person who had saved us at that point is dead. So I think Bo Raicho is like, they're going to come back after earth realm. So I'm going to try to find the next person who can, who can defend earth realm. Who was the guy? In the beginning, in the the first time who saved us, that was yeah. the great Kung Lao. Oh. Not Kung Lao, you know, from the games, but his ancestor. How ancestor are we talking? Uh, about 500 years. Ooh, okay. Did he still have the, the dumbass hat? No, he was bald. He had a bandana tied around his head and pants. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. really giving it his all. He wasn't like showing up to the tournament hanging dong. So that's <laughs> something that's canonically true uh, about yeah. him. It's not like the Gresham Olympics or anything. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, in this village, uh, Shijinko is a, an ambitious young lad who hopes to one day be a great warrior. Uh, he is shown helping people in this village Um now I'll say up front, Shijinko, the reason he has so much story is that he was the star of the first Mortal Kombat game that had like a RPG light action oh, like okay. story mode. So you played through it as Shijinko. All you could really do is run around, punch, and talk to people. Um <laughs> just like real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the way they conveyed that he was a helpful member of his community was like at the beginning of the game and the like the t- tutorial times, someone would say like, I have a toothache and you would just sock him in the face and they'd be like, it feels better now. <laughs> so Mortal Kombat is also known for having a pretty fucking great sense of humor. So that was how God. they decided could, could to you, convey. Could you imagine being was. a designer on that team? It's just like how many punch related activities can many. we plan out for Shujinko? Honestly, so many though. <laughs> 
It's like a really long story mode. God, I, I love say that. It takes like 10 hours at least to get through. Well, now I got to um, play this. That's the net positive from this podcast. Dude, you're going to have so much fun. It's my favorite Mortal Kombat game because of that story mode. Incredible. So uh, anyway, so Shijinko's hanging out in this village. He wants to impress Master Boraicho. He's training with him along with the other kids in the village. He's trying to be helpful. And then one day he gets approached by a big old ball of light that says, hey, my name's Damashi. Sure. And Shijinko's like, okay, cool. What's up, man? Yeah. And Damashi, again, a gigantic ball of light that just pulses as it talks to him, says, yeah, my name's Damashi. I'm an emissary of the Elder Gods. uh, And I'm looking for a mortal who has like so much courage and strength that he can handle uh, a badass quest for the Elder Gods themselves to travel across the realms, meeting great warriors, learning from them, and finding the six Kamidogus, the special tools that the Elder Gods had used a long time ago that they're trying to collect again so that no bad people get them. They hit them across the realms. They need to collect them again. That's a, that's a lot for a child to take in. Yeah, Shujinko's like, wait, let me get some pen, let me get a pen and paper. Hold on. Is that like the Mortal Kombat equivalent of like the Nigerian prince scam? Um, it's like a listen, ball of light shows I don't want to jump ahead, but <laughs> yes. Oh, no shit. So, <laughs> so she, that will become increasingly clear throughout this. You, you got me. You hooked me. I'm in. Again, Mortal Kombat colon deception. And this is the protagonist. Oh, so, my God. It was in their title the whole time. Dude, it's just like Tenet. It's an, it's an anagram. Um, <laughs> Is it an anagram? No. Is that the right one? What's the one where it's backwards? It's the same as the palindrome. Anyway, Shijinko says, yes, I'm in. I want to do this quest. It sounds like it would make me cool. And so Damashi says, I'm going to give you the special ability to copy the fighting style of anyone you fight against. Mm. And Shijinko's like, do you mean eyesight? And Damashi's like, no, it's basically magic steroids. So he gives Shujinko the magic steroids power and Shujinko just starts like fighting some local toughs and learning how they fight. And he instantly just gets like way better at fighting because anyone he fights, he can learn their moves and uh, take them down. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for him, man. Yeah. Does that apply uh, to everything? Does he, if you like meet some guy who's really good at like cooking or playing tennis or something, he's like, I got it. You know what? I can say canonically. No. Because a big part of Shujinko's deal is that he kind of has to ask people to fight him so that he can learn whatever makes them special. <laughs> Wait, so are people like afraid that they're like, no, I don't want because you'll know my shit and I don't want that. Yeah, usually it becomes a transactional relationship where they're like, okay, but you have to do this for me. Shujinko doesn't have a single real friend in his entire life. It's kind of a real curse. Oh my god, this poor guy. It's only transactional relationships for poor Shujinko. Getting deceived so, by light and everything. <laughs> it's the fucking worst, man. You know? Uh, so, anyway, Shujinko's becoming like a pretty good fighter. No one in this village for how good he is at fighting. He shows off his skills to Boraicho, who's like, dude, Shujinko, you're a pretty talented little fighter. I think... I think I might be able to train you to be the next champion of Earthrealm. The next person to defend this realm wait so rochambeau is the guy from outworld right yeah okay and, <laughs> and how old is shujinko at this point um i don't know let's say he's 12 wow yeah i mean by the time he's ready to drive he's fucking amazing yeah 
you think he's ready to drive now, or are you like kind of guessing that he will be amazing in in like three years? Later? Well, I'm yeah, I'm saying like when he's eighteen adult, or whatever. Obviously. Yeah. When do you drive? Sixteen? So you get his uh, learner's permit. When you're permit. fifteen, you can drive with an adult, and when you're sixteen, you can just fucking ball out in that thing. <laughs> you can just ball. Out. Yeah, and you can go, you can ghost ride your whip when you're seventeen. Yeah. Is is yeah. it like like is there like a an age range that you can walk through the portals? Is that like you have to be sixteen? Which portal, like Mortal Kombat portals? Yeah. Um, I mean, honest answer, you gotta you gotta find a wizard. <laughs> oh, so only the wizards can conjure the portals. I thought they were just like around. Well, actually, we'll we'll get to this. I didn't. I got to the story point just like doing my due diligence, seeing if there's anything I didn't know already about Jujinko that I could include in this episode, and. Um, there's actually a direct answer to that given in this story that doesn't really check out, but it's 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 made clear. Okay, Jinko's tale. So we'll get to the portals. Lots of story at this point in time. storyline. There really is. There really, really is. <laughs> so, so Jinko trains under Boraicho, uh, for five years, until he is a straight up teen. Okay, ready to get his permit or license. Hard to say. Yeah. Um, and he gets to a point where Bo Raicho's like, I think you're ready to leave my training and journey the world and gain some life experience. That'll be like the next phase of becoming a great warrior. She's like really bored. Cause if he fought Bo Raicho once, he would yeah, be like, he I know all your like, shit now. Yeah. So for six years, he's just treading water. Here's my theory on that. So Bo Raicho's a drunk. And it's possible that maybe he just like constantly forgot fighting moves and skills that he knew. And it just took five years for him to be like, wait, 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 <laughs> hold on. I know a good kick. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Real um, quick. Hold on. Just give me, I need some sake. Can I get some? But probably Shujiko was pretty bored in, in either case. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, he likes Outworld wine. That's his, that's his favorite wine. Was he get it imported? Yeah. From another dimension. <laughs> interdimensional like shipping Which I'm trucks. I'm pretty sure it was like a Rick and Morty storyline this season. Uh, definitely ripped off from Bo Raicho. Wow. Anyway, Bo Raicho's like, I think you're ready to see the world, Chujinko. Um, it, just one thing I need you to do before you're ready. I went out drinking with my friends last night and I lost my special amulet. Can you go find it for me? <laughs> Yeah, hold on. I'll go fight a detective real quick. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, because you play as Shujinko, I can tell you what happens is you walk around, you walk into a few strangers' houses until you see it just sitting in the middle of a living room. Oh. And then uh, as Shujinko's walking back to Boraicho to give him his amulet back, Damashi appears for the first time in five years. So, so like a third of Shujinko's life has passed. Damashi shows up. He's like, hey, man, hey, 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 hey. You could give him back the amulet. Or you could take it with you because it's an amulet that is only for good fighters and people will take you seriously if you show them the amulet on your quest to get the the Kami Dogus. <laughs> dude, 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 real quick, real quick though. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you could, that amulet though, it's just, it's like, it's awesome. So maybe you should just keep it. I don't know. Just saying. And Shujinko's like, all right, man, I'm 15. Sure, fuck it. I'll do it. Wait, so he 15? Feels... He was 12 and six years passed. Uh, okay, yeah, you, it was five years, so he's seven. It'll say he's 17. He's 17 years old. 
Okay. He's 17 years old and he's like, all right, Damashi, I'm extremely easy to influence. I will take the medallion. So he's like, where should I go next? I want to become an even better warrior than I am now. And I want to pursue these Kamidogus, but it's going to be dangerous. So I got to, who's, who's someone dangerous I can learn from? So he looks up the deadliest ninja assassin clan in China and just shows up to their place. And he shows them this medallion that he stole from Boraicho. Right. Uh, who he didn't even take a bye to. And he's like, I want to join the Lin Kuei. Wait, so he just went out to find his, his Rochambeau's amulet. And then... Yeah. And then just found it and was like, peace. And walked off. (laughs) He just left. Man, what an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, to be fair, he's got Damashi over his shoulder going like, hey, man, but what if you just fucking stole it? The elder gods want you to, so do it, man. Wait, so this wasn't a coincidence. Damashi just like showed up right when he got the amulet and was like, yes, finally. Um... You know what? This I'll say up front, this amulet's not significant other than it gets him to the next stage of stuff that happens for him and in a roundabout way pushes him along in the Kamidogu quest. So okay. it it was it was smart to tell him to take it. Okay. So, so he shows up to the Lin Kuei, um which is led by a cryomancer named Sub-Zero. Oh, damn. Now I will pause the story and say that Sub-Zero, the character we know, is not alive yet. In this, at this point in the story, wait. So it's Sub Zero, like, or at like least a... he's not an adult. So, and they weren't led by Sub Zero at this point in time. So honestly, it would only really make sense if this was Sub Zero's dad, who is not really mentioned as having been a leader in the Lin Kuei before at all. So it's possible that also this is just a different cryomancer who went by the name Sub Zero happened to be a part of this group. So is Sub Zero like a like a Dalai Lama kind of situation? It's really not, which is what makes this so confusing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> by the time Mortal Kombat One, Sub Zero was a beloved assassin in in the games, which was like you know a few decades after these events. Right. His his boss was a guy who was the Grandmaster of the Lin Kuei and was not a cryomancer. So okay. So this has got to be like either their dad or just a different cryomancer who happened to be in charge of the Lin Kuei before the guy that ultimately became Sub-Zero's boss. There's something funny about how retroactively it's, oh, he's a cryomancer. Like, Mm -hmm. as a kid, it's just like, oh, he's just a dude that throws ice. They took it so much farther, too. They were like, and and even though he lives in Earth, the reason he has ice powers, since cryomancers do not naturally occur here, is because his parents were refugees from Outworld, and possibly before that, refugees from an ice people realm. Oh, so he's from a realm where everybody does the ice shit. Maybe. Cool. It's implied. <laughs> it must be really cold there. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be fucking cold. Well, definitely because eventually Sub-Zero uh, is like, where should I move the Ninja Clan now that I'm the boss? I know, Antarctica. Um, <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, God damn it. I, yeah, all we're right. not cryomancers, dude. We are fucking cold. <laughs> Don't do this. Um, I digress. Shijinko's like, I want to learn that ice magic. And because I've been gifted this copycat magic, I can if I fight you. Um, so Sub-Zero's like, you can only get into the clan if you fight me. They do fight. Then he starts, the Shijinko starts doing ice powers. And so Sub-Zero is like, okay, you can join the Lin Kuei. Your first mission is that I want you to go retrieve Earthrealm's Kamidogu from 
this cave out in like the woods somewhere in Earth Wait, Ra- in China. So, so now Sub Zero wants him to get the Kami Dogu. Yeah, the way that the Lin Kuei operates is they're ninjas, but they also tend to take jobs like retrieving important artifacts or valuable artifacts, and they often take contracts for from like wizards and like necromancers and like other beings from other dimensions sure it's like if blackwater also served interdimensional wizards yeah they're like the craigslist of the ninja world yeah pretty much yeah so um whether or not this is someone pulling the strings or just sheer coincidence the lin Kuei is like shujinko could you go get this precious relic uh, that's and like he was like, dude, I was already. Area. That's amazing. I was already going to get that. That's that's yeah. wild. <laughs> Actually, I think the specific way it plays out is they're like, "Can you go get us this thing?" And he like goes to the location they tell him to go to, and then as soon as he picks it up, Damashi shows up. It's like, dude, that's the fuck. That's the Kamidogu. That's it. You just got it. <laughs> and then he's that's like, the, "Oh, who do I give it to?" Yeah. Well, Damashi's like, so now that you got one, let me open up a portal or I guess maybe he let him know a portal. I don't know. Somehow he gets into this portal where he's like, we're going to this place called the Nexus. It's not earth and it's not heaven. It's kind of in between. Uh, and it's so, a place. So what? D- Damashi doesn't have hands that can pick up a Kami Dogu. No, he picked it up. He picks it up and, and, and Damashi is like, you have to go to the Nexus. That's where you have to take it now. But w- why doesn't he just do that himself? Why doesn't Damashi take it there? Yeah. He's an orb. He's a big ball of light. Well, if he's opening up portals, why doesn't he just make a portal underneath the Kami Dogu that goes to wherever he wants it to be? Yeah, so maybe he didn't open up that portal. Maybe he just led him to a different portal. Okay, <laughs> that would make more sense. He led him to like, hey, here's this Earth Realm portal that could take you to the Nexus. Maybe he can only get to the Nexus with the Kami Dogu, which would kind of oh. make sense because when they get to the Nexus. Uh, Damashi is like, there's six little places for you to place the six Kamidogus when you get them. And each time you put one down, it'll open a portal to another realm where you can go get the next Kamidogu because this is a video game. Yes, I was just going to say, like, oh, what a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Shijinko puts the Kamidogu down and he opens up a portal immediately and, uh, and and Shijinko's like, this is so exciting. I've never been to another dimension before. Where's it taking me? And Damashi's like, oh, that's going to take you to the nether realm, which is like if hell was a dimension. Cool. Shijinko's probably more like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm still a teen. Yeah, I'm 16. Sorry. I don't actually. I don't have my portal license yet. I I think so. Time is like a big thing in in this game. Like there's literally a clock running the entire time you're playing. I think it is a few years you spend with the Lin Kuei before you're sent on that mission. So he's probably now let's think of Shujinko's like 20 years old. Okay. okay he's 20 okay. now. So in the game, you're actually playing as him throughout the ages. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause when I looked and, up Shujinko online, all I found was a picture of an old man. Oh yeah. You get there, but you start as a kid and you, you keep going. Got it. So Shijinko's exactly 20 years old now, and he goes to the nether realm, which is very literally hell. It's just like, there's lava, there's demons. It's not a fun place. Even going there, they say, stains your soul permanently. Sick. Sign me up. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) 
He goes down there. He immediately meets a demon, this woman named Ashra. And then he falls in love. Oh, he's like, dude, she's a babe. <laughs> Is this serious? Are you serious? Actually- no, she's kind of terrifying. Oh, okay. She's like, I'm a demon, but I found this magic sword and it told me that I have to kill all of the other demons to purify my soul. Oh. And Shujinko's like, okay. And she's like, I'm trying to find and kill a guy named Ermac. Can you find him so I can murder him? And Shujinko's like, yeah, I guess. Okay, sure. <laughs> so Great. I got nothing else to do. I just got dumped into another dimension and I have to find something here, but it's a whole dimension. And everyone's <laughs> really scary and you're the first person who talked to me. So yeah, okay. I'll go you find him. You are the him. first person who's ever been nice to me. Of yeah. course I'll help you. Wow. So- <laughs> Can I get your number? <laughs> and she's like, dude, just slow down. Just f- go help me find the guy I want to murder, and then we'll talk. Ermac's the he, one with the, the whoa, 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 that thing? Or does he... He's just, like, he's just the ball, right? Yeah. He, well, they all, there's a lot of ball guys. He's like the green ball guy. Yeah. Is he the one who also has like the mind to like throw you up in the air? Yes, the telekinetic uh, slam. Okay, cool. Yeah. It, which is a part of this story actually so sick so shujinko finds ermac uh who's like hey we are ermac uh we are thousands of souls bound into uh a single human form oh um and we're actually pretty nice and shujinko's like yeah you are nice why does that lady want to murder you And Ermac's like, oh, it's a whole thing. She's been slaughtering my boss Shao Kahn's followers who tend to come to the nether realm for business every once in a while, but a lot of them are kind of demons. <laughs> so she wants to kill them. And now she wants to kill me. And I'm trapped here. And I can't do my magic because I can't find my soul stones, which is what magic users use to do magic and is what creates the portals that transport you between realms. Oh. And Shuchinko's like, do I need to worry about the stones or any of that stuff? And Ermac's like, not really, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to like unload on you like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just been I've been really lonely. Yeah. So it's just nice to have so, someone to talk to. And so Shuchinko's like, I noticed that you did a telekinetic slam back there where you used your you used telekinesis to lift someone up and slam into the ground. Could you teach me how to do a telekinetic slam? And Ermac's like, yeah, if you help me find a soul stone. So Shujinko goes and he finds a soul stone. He brings it back and Ermac's like, cool, let's fight. They fight. He learns how to do the telekinetic slam. And Ermac's like, hey, it was good meeting you, dude. And Shujinko's like, yeah, it's good meeting you, too. Take it easy. Wow. <laughs> he made a friend. Mm-hmm. Then Shujinko's like, shit, I still have no idea where the guy Toku is. Yeah, like, what a um, fucking... Just, I, okay, that was just a side quest. I don't... <laughs> just yeah. went out for burgers. I, I presume he kind of stays buds with Ermac, because I don't know what else he does when he spends a few years hanging out in the nether realm just looking for the Kamidogu. Years? Years. <laughs> like, where does he sleep? On the ground, I guess. And it's probably hot because of all the lava. Yeah, seriously. Wait, so did he not... So he parted ways with the hot demon girl. I don't remember exactly who guides into the Kamidogu. It might have been the hot demon girl. It might have been Ermac. But presumably... I also gotta say, she's not... She's not like an objectified hot lady. She's in like a white like kind of gown slash combat suit and a big old hat. I don't want to... That sounds pretty hot. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I don't want to say that that's not hot. She looks cool, very cool, but I also don't want to imply that she's just a hot babe. We'll get to those later. She's a hot babe in addition to being badass and all that other stuff. Yeah. Yes. Her, she's not defined by her looks. Hey, Shin, Sh- Shujinko is She's defined is by her a... manic quest to murder her kin. Her kin. <laughs> I'm only saying hot babe because you said babe at the beginning. That's so true. I you did. Put the, you put the image in my head lot. of like this this like demon girl Just with a horns. Just smoking hot babe. Yeah. Who steps <laughs> no, on you. She kind of looks like uh, Raiden, but not really Raiden. But she's Raiden-esque. That's I cool. I assume you're familiar with how Raiden the Thunder God looks. He's one of the more iconic Mortal Kombat. Yeah, he's dudes. hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Shujinko wanders around for years until he does just finally find the Kamidogu. As I recall, it kind of just sitting out. Um, <laughs> wow, how how epic! Yeah, he just <laughs> wanders around an entire dimension. Just fucking what? Just kicking sand, and he's like, "Oh, there it is! Shit!" Yeah, he's <laughs> like, "Hey, I'm in my mid twenties now, and I found it." Awesome. <laughs> so Shujinko's like, "I got the Kamidogu." Hey, look, a portal. I'll go back to the Nexus with this thing and put it back. Cool. Um, open up the open up level three. Yeah. So Shujinko goes back to the Nexus. Uh, and as soon as he gets there, <laughs> a guy who only appears in this moment, who is named Monster. Uh, <laughs> his nickname is Bad Guy. <laughs> Well, here's what's interesting. So Shujinko's like, go to the Nexus, the place that's just for me, and Amashi put the Kamidogu down, and immediately this dude with giant bones protruding from his shoulder blades screams, you are not the champion of the Elder Gods. I am. (gasps) And Shujinko's like, dude, what are you talking about? And then they fight, and then when you fight him, the name bar above him says monster, so I guess that's just his name. Oh, or so it, or you're like so much in Shujinko's perspective yeah. that Shujinko's like, and this is what I would call him if we were in a fighting game and I had, they had to put a name over the health bar. So the, they never clarify. No, because Shujinko beats this guy up and then Damashi shows up and is like, whoa, what happened here, bro? And Shujinko's like, I don't know. Who is that guy? He said, I'm not the champion of the Elder Gods, that he's the champion of the Elder Gods, and he tried to attack me, so I beat him off? Who is he? And Damashi's like, I don't know, man. Looks tough, though. Good job. Anyway, you <laughs> whoa, gonna put that Kamidogu down weird. or what? Don't worry about it and don't think about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy how that happened. <laughs> Gee whiz. That's so that dude just that guy just attacked you? Unbelievable. And you said his name was Monster? Honestly, that's so weird, and that guy was so psycho to do that. <laughs> yeah, you were so in the right by beating yeah. the shit out of him. <laughs> like, seriously, go you. Hashtag winning. Dude, I'll take care of this, and you just like don't even worry about it, and just go to the next realm, bro. <laughs> you're fucking, you're a girl boss right now. Let me just say, okay. Yeah, he's like, you are crushing it. This is a win for feminism and capitalism. Good job, Shujinka. <laughs> anyway, put the goddamn sword in. I should put the fucking kamidogu in the thing. So Shujinka puts the kamidogu down in its little uh, holder. Also, I will say, they're kind of like, they're, they are daggers. They're hidden as, how do I describe what they look like to Shujinko? Shapes. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, that's as descriptive as you can get, really. They're, sh- they're kind of like shapes. 
<laughs> it's like a thing that you can hold that's a, like it's a like a physical form that has a physical form yeah yeah they look kind of like awards i guess i can definitely picture it yeah wait i got i gotta look it up now <laughs> you look it up. just search kami dogu's specifically mortal Kombat deception so you see them not in their dagger form kami dogu deception yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> okay here we go Mortal- oh, see them. I'm yeah. right to call them shapes. They're shapes. Yeah, so it's like a yin yang and a this and that. And this is what he finds just laying around. Yeah. They're Very colorful. Big. I like the size of like a, a carp. A carp. <laughs> <laughs> Something everybody knows. I don't know how big a carp is. I'm just imagining like a guy holding a fish, like a big yeah. fish that he's excited to have caught. It's like that's how I would picture Shijinko holding up a kamidogu. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. so Shinjuku finds like he's got two of these. Yeah. Okay, he's got cool. two now. He's got the Earthrealm one and he's got the Netherrealm one and he puts it down in its little bucket and a new portal opens and he says, "Where am I going next, Damashi?" Uh and Damashi says, "You're going to a little place I like to call the Chaos Realm because <gasps> that's what it's called." Oh my god. Yeah. And Shujinko's like, are any of these going to not sound dangerous? <laughs> or like, what's the deal? And Shujinko's like, uh, and Damashi's like, don't worry about it, man. And just boots him into the portal. <laughs> <laughs> and so Shujinko uh, heads to the Chaos Realm. <laughs> and <laughs> so don't don't freak out. You're going to the land of eternal pain. And I know how that sounds. <laughs> just go with it. Okay. Mm hmm. Shijinko's like, new realm, baby, let's do it. Sounds good. He gets there. It's the color of puke green. It's a bunch of gnarled uh, land masses that are just kind of connected by magic, and it's populated by uh, people who've lost their minds, flayed their skin, and uh, worship water because it holds no form and is thus the ultimate form of chaos. They have a national sport that is canonical. It's introduced in this game. The national sport is called Everybody Run Around. There are no rules. I'm sorry. Is that true? Yes. (laughs) Did 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 the creator's son write this? Uh, no. Someone with a great sense of humor wrote it, my dude. (laughs) Everybody run around. Yeah, that's awesome. Someone who's funny as hell wrote it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's the place I would want to be. Yeah, it's like a scene where someone's like, hey, welcome to the Chaos Realm. Do you want to play our national pastime? It's called Everybody Run Around. And Shujinko's like, I guess. And then they go, okay, cool, check it out. And then all the characters on the screen just start running around. <laughs> that, see, that's just that's just good. I don't know. It's, it's so good. I don't even know how it's to... It's so good. It's so good. You that. can't beat it. Mortal Kombat Deception, number one. Um, so does, you know, other does, than like, uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> Does, does Shujuku have to fight one of them to learn how to everybody run around? Honestly, no. Everyone's kind of chill in the chaos realm. <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he comes across. Uh, he comes across who's essentially the guy that's like the president. Yeah, they're all the chaos they're all smoking weed and yeah, ah, it's just, cool here, man. Hey, instead of hello, we say goodbye. Instead of goodbye, we say hello. You want to run around some more? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so, I love this place. It's my favorite for sure. <laughs> get a timeshare there, man. Yeah, man. So Shujinko comes across the chaos cleric, a guy named Havoc, uh, who is Great. like the leader of the chaos realm. And he says, hey, man, what's that? You want our Kamidogu? I'd love to help you out. 
Um, I'll tell you where it is. First, can you help me out with a little something? No. And Shujinko's like, yeah, what's up, dude? And he's like, so we're being invaded by the Order Realm. <laughs> no! Yeah. I was when you said I'm being invaded in my head I was like, oh man, by the by the people who are in order and then you fucking Yes. I cannot believe that's that's actually real. Yeah. They um they've invaded in in what I can only assume was a commentary on the Iraq war. They've invaded the chaos realm to control their water. Oh, um give and them and give them traffic lights and make them wear suits and order. Yeah. <laughs> um it's like it's i mean what this game was like uh, a couple years after we invaded i don't know i think it's pretty intentional (laughs) that's wild (laughs) political commentary in the chaos realm oh yeah dude (laughs) so what does everybody run around represent um (laughs) colin powell um, or something like yeah yeah (laughs) maybe (laughs) Man, one of the greatest allegories of our time. I would say so. So yeah, he's literally just like, yeah, man, if you could help us repel the Order Realm who's trying to control our water, which again, I don't know if I mentioned it, we worship it, it holds no form, it's a perfect distillation of chaos, um, then I'll tell you where Akami Dogu is. And uh, so that's what Shujinko does. He helps fight off the Order Realm um, and their cops, which are basically called the, the Satan Guardsmen, is their form of like an army. Um, and so Havoc is like, cool, man, head into that labyrinth. Uh, that's where Akami Dogu is. And, um, I'm just going to give you a heads up. It's pretty dangerous. Uh, something bad might happen to you if you get the Akami Dogu out of that labyrinth, but you wanted me to tell you where it is? I'm telling you that's where it is. Can, can I just say, mm-hmm. w- water's like the least chaotic thing. Like it or follows... It follows every like no what any any force that you put it upon it 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 obeys, or is it proving that chaos reigns because it can take any form? Oh, at a moment's notice. This is really ma- it. Really makes you think. It's, though, are you being deceived by water when it takes the form of a vapor because it's also capable of being ice or liquid? Oh my god, that's so right. It's almost like any <laughs> chemical molecule in the universe has those three states too. Yeah, dude. Anyway, isn't continue. That the most chaotic. Maybe being wrong about water is the most chaotic thing of all. Oh my god, maybe believing water, the most orderly substance, is chaos, is the ultimate chaos. Calling water a distillation of chaos, which isn't true, is a chaotic thing for them to do. <laughs> Oh, this is great. I'm loving anyway, this. Anyway, Shujinko what? dives on into that labyrinth. Okay. Uh, which winds up being full of a time altering chemical that makes it so that even though he's only in there for a few minutes, maybe an hour, getting the Kamidogu, when he comes out, he has aged several years. Oh, no. Yeah. Poor, poor like, Shujuku. Bummer, man. I'm at the end of my 20s already, but hey, at least this mission's got to be like halfway over. I just got the third Kamidogu. I'm yeah. trying to get six. At least I can drink now. That's awesome. Yeah. So Shujinko uh, drops off his Kamidogu in the Nexus and he's like, boom, now I got another one of these open. Damashi's not around. I guess I'll just jump in here and see what the deal is. And he winds up in a little realm 
called Outworld. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh, Outworld, bad. That's where Bo Wright chose from. He decided to leave there on account of how dangerous it is. Seems like a not cool war-torn place. Hmm. Are we gonna she- are we gonna see Rochambeau again? Uh no. Oh. Right, well, then. actually. No. I don't think I, so. I mean, I guess he wouldn't be there. Why would he? <laughs> He's not there. Um there are times where maybe they cross paths again later, but I don't think they do. Okay. I don't think they do. So Shijinko travels to Outworld and is instantly attacked by uh, a hot babe who is, she is defined by being a hot babe because she uses it against people. Oh, okay. Her name is uh, Melina. Oh, wait, doesn't she have yeah. a monster face? Yeah. It's the thing is like, she draws you in um, by being almost entirely nude at all times and then once you get too close she reveals uh big old fangs which she then uses to eat you i'm assuming a woman wrote that character yeah it seems like it right? <laughs> very, uh, very, very creative yeah. she's evolved since then yeah um but uh you know at the time that was melina's bag baby so well, good uh, for her you know get get that bag man get get that bread that's what i say she she is a she is the girl boss of the mortal Kombat franchise and that her whole deal is like murdering a ton of people in order to become a leader and then just be a despot herself love it she is sliving she is sliving so uh she attacks shujinko but he defeats her and she's like hey you're a pretty good warrior could you help me subjugate the people who live here on behalf of my dad shao khan i just need to murder an entire village if they don't pledge fealty to him and i you seem like someone who could help me do that shujinko in an uncharacteristic move for him is like no (laughs) i don't want to do that Hey, I'm tired of everyone always asking me to do evil things. Mm-hmm. He's like, now that's crossing a line. <laughs> that said, I will travel to that village and see uh, if they need help, which it seems like they might. Mm. So he oh. goes to the village. He does. He goes there. He discovers they're being attacked by this guy named Baraka. Oh, um, are you familiar? Are you familiar with Baraka? He's also a big teeth guy. Yeah, isn't but I thought Baraka was like one of many. Yeah, he's there with his entire Tarkatan horde. Um they all kind of are part of the army of Shao Kahn, the evil ruler of Outworld. Um and they're there basically saying like pledge fealty, dang it, or we're going to have to murder everyone. I swear, we're going to do it. We have swords that come out of our arms. And so they, they uh all have arm swords. They all have them. It's like their thing. Yeah. Wow. And and then, you know, depending on the game, many, many spikes coming out of like all of their skin and, and arms and legs. Yeah. So, so not a cuddling Faces. race. No, it would probably hurt. They're kind of like hedgehog-esque. Got it. Yeah. So um so Shijinko shows up to the village, kind of sneaks on in and finds the like village elder, like the person who's in charge. Uh, and he's like, hey, man, they're going to kill you guys if you don't pledge fealty to Shao Kahn. You know about this, right? And the village elder's like, yeah, who the fuck are you? Did you like just show up here? What? Yes, I know that they're going to murder us, but I refuse to bend the knee. And uh, he says, listen, though, if you could help me out, Shujinko, I might be able to help you out with, what did you say you were looking for, Kamidogu? Yeah, sure, I could, maybe I can help you with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only person who can help us at this point, there's no good armies left in Outworld. 
to mm. help us fight off the Tarkatans. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this place called the Order Realm, um, <laughs> where there's a bunch of dudes who love interfering in the business of other realms. And there is unrest here, so maybe they could come, like, stabilize us. Wait a second. The Order Realm likes to interfere with other realms? That sounds pretty chaotic to me. Well, they think they're spreading order. Hmm. It's kind of like a, a, I don't care how many men, women, and children I have to kill to spread peace thing with the Peacemaker <laughs> from that movie, the, the Suicide Squad. Yes, that's correct. Wow, we should just you talk know. about Suicide Squad for an hour now. It's pretty good. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's pretty fun. fun. Listen, I got some qualms. I got some thoughts, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Hell yeah. I thought Daniela Melchior uh, really stood out. It was a great rat catcher, too. They should uh they should get James Gunn to make the uh Shinjuku movie. Shun Shujinko. Yeah. The Shujinko. <laughs> the Shujinko. Yeah, because the yeah. first Shujinko sucked, so he's Yeah, gotta... so you gotta slap a the on there so people yeah. know it's different and di- it's better now. Yeah, have some kind of like like dad allegory. Yeah. Shujinko Prime. Hey podcast head, just want to take a brief break to thank today's sponsor, Liquid Death. You may have noticed recently these tall boy cans have been popping up labeled Liquid Death in the bottled water section of your local 7-Eleven or Whole Foods. Well, despite all appearances, that can does not contain beer. Nope. It contains mountain spring water from the Alps. Liquid Death is here to murder your thirst and plastic pollution because their infinitely recyclable aluminum cans are part of an effort to slay plastic bottles. Plastic bottles kind of suck. They're not actually as recyclable anymore. It's a huge problem. So Liquid Death... Also donates 10% of their profits to fight plastic pollution, which is cool. It's refreshing. It's charming. You can use code MORTALPOD on liquiddeath.com to get a free two-pack of koozies. Who doesn't love a koozie with a purchase of a case of water? The site also offers free shipping on all merch and purchases of two or more cases of water. Thank you, Liquid Death, for sponsoring today's show. Uh, so he speaks to the leader. The leader says, could you go to Order Realm and get me some reinforcements? Um, Shujinko says sure and he says I think the only way they'll help you though is if you offer them something in exchange I know that in the living forest which is a forest that's alive there's a very valuable object in there I saw it if you go and get that valuable object maybe the order realm will trade you to come help us out and Shujinko's like that's kind of a headache but I'll go to the living forest I'll see what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> He goes there. You're never going to believe this. He finds Outworld's Kamidogu. <laughs> At the... Li- Whoa! That's the object that this guy, this ill-informed guy was talking about. Wait, so... Okay, and, so Shujuku has a choice now. Mm-hmm. Can, he can go back and help them, or he can just be like, see ya. Mm-hmm. And that's when Damashi shows up. <laughs> no Dimashi's way! Damashi's like, dude, 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 hold on. Listen, you could give the Kamidogu to the people in order realm to go help this village or you could go to order realm if you really want to help these guys and tell order realm they can keep the whole village if they protect it from shao khan and shujinko's like but i don't think they want the order realm to be in charge i think they want to be free and damashi's like listen do you want them to be alive or dead we can't give them the kamidogu Chijinko's like, all right, I guess this is the lesser of two evils. If you say so, big glowing orb that's told me what to do throughout more than half my life at this point. And this is the Kamidogu that looks like a rat tail. Yeah, I think so. 
Okay, cool. I mean, you're clearly you clearly Googled it, so I'm assuming yeah. that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Outworld it... Kamidogu, is the rat tail Kamidogu? Yeah, it's the one that looks like a tentacle. This oh, does it no, look the... like the tail of a rat, or are you talking about like a Padawan braid, like a little rat tail, like back of your hair, like rat tail? Oh wait, the Nether Realm we're talking about, or are we talking? No, about... this is the Outworld Kamidogu. Outworld. Nether Realm Kamidogu. We got that one already, man. Keep okay. up. Come on. Sorry, Aaron. the Chaos one <laughs> is the rat tail. I guess the okay. Outworld one is the Shuriek, the purple Shuriken. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, so he's got it already, and he but he wants to help this village. And Tamashi's like, then you're going to have to go to Order Realm, where you have to go anyway, because you still need their Kamidogu. And then you're going to have to tell uh, them that if they help this village, they can keep it. They can rule it. And Shujinko's like, I guess that's my best option here. So he goes to the Order Realm, and he says to the leader of the Seidan Guard, this guy, this guy named Hotaru, he says, hey, I uh, there's this, realm in out- this village in Outworld that needs help. They need your help. And if you free them you can rule it and you could start spreading order in our world that sounds good right and hotaru is like that does sound good here's the thing i'll do that for you but only if uh you help me by defeating the leader of this revolutionary group that's trying to create chaos and order realm um and shujinko's like fuck yeah wow all right Okay, I guess that also seems not good, but okay, I'm in it now. <laughs> I mean, he could just walk away, right? He could. He could just go back to Rochambeau and just be like, "I gave it a shot." By the way, <laughs> here's your amulet. <laughs> it took me a while. <laughs> hey, man, it's been about I don't know, seventeen, eighteen years. <laughs> um, but I found the amulet. <laughs> Boracho's like my what? Oh right, shit, right. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, God. All right, you're still Thanks. alive. <laughs> I cried over you. <laughs> I thought you were my little boy prince. Gone <laughs> too soon. Um, yeah, he could stop and give up on this whole thing and just go like live a normal life. Um, but I think he's like, I'm too deep in this. Yeah, I still some, need some the order realms. Fallacy. Like, yeah, like I still need the order realms thing anyway so all right so he goes and he beats up this dude darius the leader of the revolution oh and before hotaro will even let him do that he's like you have to train as a satan guardsman so he goes through like boot camp and order realm for probably a year or two um learns how to be a satan guardsman uh then Wait, goes did i miss something is he did did order realm guy say that he had a kamidogu well, they do have one. He still needs the Kamidogu of Order Realm. So like, he knows that. Why is he doing all that? Why isn't he just like, whatever, I just got to get this Kamidogu and get out of here? Uh, I think at this point, he's still really hung up on helping this one village in Outworld because someone there seemed pretty nice. It's just getting too complicated for this but kid. But it's also been like a while. He's gone through basic training. He's like took taken down an entire revolution in this realm. The, all the people got to be like dead, right? <laughs> Yeah, I guess yeah, right. I don't think the Tarkatans are like hanging out outside the village and like it's been a couple years. We're still <laughs> you gotta bend the knee, my man. <laughs> you probably just slaughtered everybody in the village. Oh wow. Um uh, but anyway, he does all this stuff, and then the Satan Guardsmen, they do travel to Outworld. They do drive off Shao Kahn's forces. For all we know, it's like seven people left alive in this village, but they help him. 
and now the order realm rules that village but they're alive um wow happily yeah. ever after <laughs> sure maybe <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll check back in on it. We'll see. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh. So Damashi is like, cool. Um, good job getting Outworlds Kamidogu. Let's put that in its little slot. So we got the Kamidogus of Earth Realm, of the Nether Realm, of the Chaos Realm, of Outworld. Uh, and then Damashi says, so we're gonna just pause here for a second because this crazy thing came up. Um, I didn't mention it before. But every once in a while, something called a Mortal Kombat tournament happens when a realm wants to invade another realm. That guy Shao Kahn in Outworld, he's been trying to invade Earthrealm. Um, they've already lost nine tournaments. This is going to be the 10th tournament to decide if they can merge. And um, Wait, they have, you know, to, be, they have wanna, to do 10 of them? They have to do 10. That's, uh, that's the thing is you have to win 10 tournaments in a row to merge with another realm. What the fuck? I guess... The Elder Gods were like, that's, you know, it makes it a little harder to do it. It's a good round number. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's nice round. Ten. Ten sounds good. Yeah, ten's I'll fine. Ten. Just, just tell It'll them take them a long tell time. Him, and... Randy, Randy, tell them ten. <laughs> just tell them ten. Hang up the phone. <laughs> it's ten. It's ten now. So it's been ten, and it's the tenth one. The stakes are high. <laughs> and Damashi is like, listen, Earthrealm really wants you to, to help um you qualify so i'm gonna send you back to earth realm to fight in this tournament and then we'll get back on the whole situation with the with the what are we looking for the kamidogus sure and shujinko's like this seems like a weird thing for you to suddenly be lackadaisical about (laughs) but i did always want to be one of earth's chosen warriors so i'll go i'll fight in the tournament if if my home realm needs me that's what i'll do hell yeah fighting for the home team yeah, he goes there and he starts meeting some other hopeful combatants. He meets this guy named Kenshi Takahashi, a blind warrior. Um, and he's like, dude, I want to learn how to fight without needing my eyesight. And Kenshi's like, yeah, I'll teach you one day if you do some stuff for me or whatever. He doesn't get real specific about it. He's like, hey, help me get in the tournament. That's what I'm trying to do. And then I'll tell you how. And Shijinko's like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Help me fill out this paperwork. I'm really good at fighting, but... Help me get admitted in. I'm trying to get revenge on the guy who's holding the tournament. This guy's Shang Tsung. Um, and if you get Shang Tsung to give me permission to fight in the tournament, I will teach you how to fight with your eyes closed. Yeah. Sick. Which seems kind of like, you know, small potatoes for someone who could do cryomancy um, and telekinetic slams, but I'll teach you some stuff. Yeah, but I, Shujinko could just... Because it's not like this Takahashi guy knows Shujinko's deal. He could just no. be like, well, why don't you just fight me to prove to me that you can. And then afterwards, he's like, fucking got it. See ya. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he just, I don't know. Weird bit. Just being a nice guy. Yeah, he's just being nice. He then, he, he also meets this guy named uh, Nightwolf, who's a Native American warrior. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. And he immediately says to Shujinko, oh, shit. Oh, fuck, dude. You have a taint on your soul. You got an evil taint on your soul. Yeah. And Shujinko's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, I don't know. Did you do anything evil? Did you go anywhere particularly evil? That Shujinko's like, I spent like a few years hanging out in the nether realm. Is that bad? And I was like, yeah, dude, that's really bad. Yeah. Oh you, my shouldn't God. Have, you shouldn't have done that. You moron. God damn it. <laughs> Who told you to do that? He's like a big orb. And he's like, okay, listen, 
I can get that stain off your soul. I can purge you of this, this blackening of your soul, my dude, but it's going to take like years. Do you, are you interested in doing that? <laughs> no, I don't care if I have a taint on my, what the, who cares? <laughs> no, Shujinko's like, I don't want to have a taint on my soul. I'm a good boy. I'm nice. Okay, let's do it. So for years. Well, like what happens if he keeps the taint? Um, Don't take that out of context. It doesn't get real specific. <laughs> it doesn't get specific. He's just like, it's it's bad. You don't want you don't want bad things, do you? And oh Shijinko, the most impressionable person in, in all of the realms, is like, yeah, I don't want it. Let's do this. Yeah. Years. I think I'm supposed to be trading for a tournament, but let's focus on this for a few years. Yeah, listen, trust me. I throw green glowy axes, so yeah. I know what I'm talking about. I will spend a few years of this one life I have to live on this thing you just, I just found out is, is bad according to one person. <laughs> uh, so they spend years training and at the end of it, Nightwolf says, good job. And Shuchinko's like, so is the evil no longer on my soul? And he goes, it's mostly gone. There's always going to be a little bit there, but you can control it better now. Anyway, bye. <laughs> Shuchinko's like, oh, well, I'm in my late twenties now. <laughs> Did I just did I just spend years with a crazy person in the woods? <laughs> the answer is at least a little bit, yes. Uh, and now he's in his I don't know. Let's say maybe he's like he's in his thirties now. He's, yeah, he's firmly in there. Uh, so then he comes across Shang Tsung, the person who's holding this tournament on behalf of Outworld. They fight because uh shang Tsung's a bad dude and just loves fighting and after the fight shang Tsung is like i'm impressed with you tell you what shujinko you're officially in the mortal Kombat tournament i want you to be one of the fighters fighting on behalf of earth you're in shujinko doesn't know that that's not really up to shang Tsung, but he's like cool man thanks can my friend kenshi come he's trying to murder you and that's why he wants to enter the tournament he full-on like tells shang Tsung this. shang Tsung's like oh yeah yeah no problem yeah Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I know. That's literally what he says. <laughs> he says, okay. Yeah, bro, I'll help you out. Yeah. So uh, I think at this point, maybe he goes back to Kenshi. Kenshi's like, cool, I'll teach you how to fight with your eyes closed. Uh, Shujinko learns that and is like, thanks, man. Um, Kenshi's like, hey, thanks for getting me in the tournament, which he never fights in canonically, by the way. I don't know what happens. Um, and then as... Uh, Shujinko is like on his merry way, like, cool, I'm excited to fight in this tournament. Damashi shows up and is like, What the fuck did you do? What the fuck did you do? And Shujinko's like, What? What are you talking about? He's like, Did you purge your soul? Did you purge your soul of the blackness that was on there? Did you purge the evil from your soul? Shujinko's like, Yeah, is that, was I not supposed to do that? It was like a few years. I feel like you could have stepped in if that was a bad thing. He's like, <laughs> No, man, you weren't supposed to fucking purge the taint on your soul. The taint on your soul is how you travel between the realms. That's why we went to the nether realm first. And Shujinko's like, well, I didn't know that. You never said that. It doesn't totally make sense. Um, so, <laughs> like, get, what? What am I? <laughs> I'm getting the feeling you're not such a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, what am I supposed to do now? I feel I just did all the stuff you told me to do. Now I'm not supposed to do the stuff that doesn't seem fair. And Damashi says, all right, listen, you got, you can't, you got to skip the tournament now. You can't go. You can't go to the Mortal Kombat tournament. And Shujinko's like, why? And he's like, because you have to go back to the Nether Realm to get the evil stink on you again. You were done at the Nether Realm. Now you have to go back to the Nether Realm because you have to get the pur the evil purged on your soul, and then it's unpurged, and then you could do stuff again in the other realms. 
How long does it take to unpurge? It's going to take a while, man. <laughs> He's got to spend another couple of years there with, with Demon Babe? Yeah. Hang out with Ermac, his buddy? I bet he's happy about that. He's like, oh, he's shit, like, I got to hang out with well, Ermac again? At least maybe Ermac will be there. I, I like that guy. He like hung out with me. He was nice. He taught me how to do a telekinetic slam. <laughs> it was badass. <laughs> yeah. So he no longer is able to just willfully like travel to the Nexus and among the realms. So he's looking for this one portal that's in earth realm that is supposed to take him directly to the nether realm that Damashi can like point him towards. Mm -hmm. And as he gets there, he runs into uh, Raiden, the God in charge of protecting the earth realm. Um, And Raiden is trying to close this portal. And Shujinko's like, Hey man, can I get through there real quick? And Raiden's like, fucking no, I'm trying to close it. Why do you need to go to the nether realm? And he says, oh, I'm the champion of the Elder Gods. And Raiden's like, you don't look like the champion of the Elder Gods. I don't think you are. Uh, which is another kind of red flag, probably. I, if I were Shujinko, I'd be like, am I not the champion of the Elder Gods? He's like, a lot of people keep telling me that I'm not. <laughs> um, but Raiden does fight him and is like, shit, you're pretty good. You might be the champion of the Elder Gods. I don't know. All right, hop in the portal before I close it. Get in there, buddy. Oh, man. Raiden was an accomplice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Or he was just like, listen, I'm not going to pretend to know what the elder gods are up to. You're yeah. pretty good at fighting. I don't care if you go to the nether realm as long as you're at earth realm. <laughs> yeah. Fucking head on in. Have not fun. my monkey, not my circus, man. Just get in the portal. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Shijinko goes to the nether realm and he hangs out there until he receives further orders that he's like, okay, um, you know, to proceed. And he stays there throughout uh, the entirety of Mortal Kombat's one through five. Wow. <laughs> How profound. <laughs> um, which comprises of at least several years. Sure, yeah. yeah. Get that. Mm -hmm. Hey, Ermac went to one of the Mortal Kombat's. Yep, Ermac's not there. Shujinko's he couldn't even up. hang out with his bestie. He's just running around, running out the clock until oh, until Damashi shows up and is like, good enough. Can you imagine years hanging out in hell? Your friends aren't even there. Fucking, that sucks. Yeah. I think once Damashi shows up again, he'd be like, dude, I, you know, I've been thinking mm -hmm. it's been like five years. I just, <laughs> I'm not feeling it anymore, man. I got to get this wanna... amulet back. I got to get back to Boraicho. <laughs> He's probably well, some... like 70 something now. Like, I just want to get him before he <laughs> dies, you know? Something I do find interesting is that while he's in there, canonically, something that happens is uh, Lucifer is the god of the nether realm, the god in charge of protecting the nether realm. Sure. Someone who is imprisoned in the nether realm is the uh, a guy who is a fallen elder god. He was one of the elder gods who created the realms. He decided he wanted to get down on the ground level and just fuck with people. They said no. They went to war and they wound up banishing him to the nether realm. This guy named Shinnok and putting, oh. uh, putting Lucifer in charge of like imprisoning him. Shinnok winds up linking up with this dude named Quan Chi, who is a necromancer from the nether realm. Yeah. They, uh, they create a cult called the Brotherhood of Shadow that worships Shinnok. Then they take over the nether realm and invade earth realm. Now, Shujinko's just straight up in the Nether Realm for all of this. <laughs> Wait, so wasn't Shinnok in Mortal Kombat 4? Yeah, that's the plot of Mortal Kombat 4. But 
so how come how come Shinjuku is just stuck in the nether realm and all these other people are going in and out willy-nilly? I would guess it's because he did not commit his soul to the Brotherhood of Shadow and worshiping Shinnok. So they were like, we're all going to Edenia, which is the realm they went to. He's like, we're all going to another realm and you're not invited, Shinjuku. Yeah, that's Shijinko. fucking mean. It's like, you're yeah, we're, we're, all going to, we're all going to Mortal Kombat. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're but... all going to Mortal Kombat 4. <laughs> yeah, can you, can you just, can you make sure the dogs get fed? Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but the dogs were all Cerberuses. They're th- big old scary three-headed dogs because it's hell. And they're like, whatever, man. Yeah, listen, Fuck you're really me. helping me out by watching the dogs. Uh, see ya. Who's going to feed all the big weird bats that they have down here and the skeleton horses? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Someone whose soul isn't fully unpurged yet. That's who. He's like, dang it, okay. So he hangs out for a while. One thing he does do while he's down there is he runs into this guy named Scorpion. Um, who you may recognize from saying squirt pee in earlier. Yeah. And um, he's like constantly in and out because he's like in every Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. He's all over the place. But uh, when Shujinko runs into him, he's like, hey, man, uh, you know that dude Quan Chi who does the whole Brotherhood Shadow thing? He's like a recruiter for Shinnok. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, Quan Chi is responsible for the death of my family and I'm trying to find him to punish him. Could you help me out? Um, in I exchange, I'll fight you and give you some fighting knowledge. Wasn't Sub-Zero or Sub-Zero looking for Scorpion? Scorpion's looking for Sub-Zero because he thinks Sub-Zero killed his family. The truth is Quan Chi killed his family and framed Sub-Zero, which is what led to Scorpion killing the first Sub-Zero and the second Sub-Zero wanting revenge. And then ultimately they kind of became frenemies um, when the truth was revealed. And at this point in time, he was just looking for Quan Chi, the real person responsible. They became besties? Yeah, kind of. It's pretty tight. In the most recent game, you have like a whole chapter of the game where you're playing as the two of them. And they're kind of like, you know, old man Sub-Zero, old man Scorpion. And it's it's really tight. You fight a whole robot factory. That's fucking sick. That's some Goku and Vegeta shit. Yeah, it rules. The whole saga of Scorpion and the two Sub-Zeros is uh, if you really wanted to make a genuinely great story set within the lore of Mortal Kombat without necessarily feeling beholden to doing like the whole tournament story, you would adapt that piece. Wow. In my I opinion. Love it. Man, I, I missed out on episode one or two of Mortal Podcast. It was uh two. And let's see. I talked about the first Sub Zero who ultimately becomes a character named Noob Saibot, uh with Demia Did You eBay. Noob Saibot second... is Sub Zero? Yeah, dude. He's the first Sub Zero that Scorpion killed and sent to the Nether Realm where he became Noob Saibot. I fucking didn't know that pretty cool huh that's amazing yeah that was the second episode of demi and then uh the second sub-zero episode was with steve zaragoza and then the scorpion episode was with a uh, fellow coral springs native uh mike drucker wow mm-hmm. i love it and those got- three together will tell you the whole whole story or you could just <laughs> play all 11 games uh, i read mean some comics I, I imagine that's not true because after I tur- close my laptop, I'm going to go up to and Susie's going to my wife is going to be like, what did you talk about? I'm like, I have no fucking idea. I, uh, it's all gone. It's, uh, it's, uh, Shinjuku went out and found some dogs. Yes. Scorpion asked him to fight a, yeah. a guy. Quan Chi? Something. Yeah. He put those dogu downs. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're we're getting near some some real events here. So let's okay. let's get back into it because Shijinku 
he bums around for a while. He helps Scorpion beat up Quan Chi. He learns some fighting skills from Scorpion. Uh, then Raiden appears and comes to him and is like, hey, so Shinnok failed, but Quan Chi teamed up with Shang Tsung, who was orchestrating that fighting tournament, remember? Mm-hmm. They formed a group called the Deadly Alliance. I know they call themselves that. They ask people to call themselves that. It's super lame, but I don't know that's what they're going by. They're a problem. Shujinko, could you help me out with that? Um, and Shujinko's like, I don't know if I can. And Damashi pops up and he's like, yeah, your, your soul's black enough. You're good. So... <laughs> sweet <laughs> yeah so shijinko goes to outworld to help fight the deadly alliance and help raiden as like a favor mm-hmm. he's immediately assaulted by one of the deadly alliance's generals uh kano who we were talking about earlier hey there he is mm-hmm. he escapes from kano and goes to the village that he had actually rescued years ago and uh with the help of the order realm and yeah. What he discovers is the Order Realm has created a horrible fascist. <laughs> no way! Scene. Yeah, because because Shujinko shows up and is immediately stopped by someone who says it's after curfew, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, my bad." And they then immediately take him to the Order Realm and throw him in jail. Oh, cool! Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Shujinko spends several years in jail in the Order Realm. <laughs> This poor guy, man. He he must mm-hmm. really know how to pass time at this point. Well, at this point, between his time bumming around in Outworld and his time in prison, he has become an old man. The old man that we recognize. What a life. Yeah. Well, um, like, like he's an old man, but he's like actually like 40 or something because of the, the yeah, years that he Yeah, because of lost. the weird magic in the chaos realm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some rules about time moving differently in the various realms that he spent his life in. So it has gone faster for him. Yeah. God, awesome. Live, laugh, love, man. Live, laugh, Lord of Realm. Yeah. Uh, so he spends years in jail just like, shit, I don't know what to do. And that's when the very same revolution that he helped stop years ago, which is still in operation, busts him out of jail because they were hired by Damashi, who I guess showed up to them and was like, hey, I'm a big old ball. Could you break my friend out of jail? Yeah, I'm really good at convincing people to do shitty things. So Mm -hmm. So can you bust this old man out of prison? And they do. And uh, Shujinko gets out and they're like, yeah, someone named Damashi hired us because they said you had to finish some kind of mission. And Shujinko, who's like an old man at this point, is like, oh, yes, the mission. I suppose I must finish my quest. Was he, how long was he in jail for? Many years. Well, so this is actually a point of contention in Mortal Kombat lore because in the game, in this game, they're like, it was many years. Um, But it couldn't have been that many years because the gap of time between Mortal Kombat deadly alliance when he got arrested and deception when he came back into the story because of all the onaga stuff um or sorry the damashi stuff um spoilers uh he um it couldn't have possibly been that many years there weren't that many years between the games so uh time must just move different in order so to him he experienced it as many years this is the only answer he's old now why did Damashi, if this shit's so important to Damashi, then why didn't he just bust him out immediately? Why did he fart around for 10 years or whatever? Honestly, the answer to all of this stuff is just that Damashi doesn't have a body. He's just a ball of light. All he could do is talk to people and tell people stuff. So he spent like 
a decade just like convincing these like come on and they're like nah come on nah. i guess so well yeah so we'll come to learn some other stuff damashi has been up to in a beat that kind of fill in some blanks of like why wasn't he super involved in every step of shujinko's life yeah um we're getting there now so Shujinko uh, escapes from jail, is stopped by Hotaru and the Seiden guardsmen who trained him years ago. Uh, he beats them up. He steals the Order Realm Kamidogu, which he finds as he's escaping prison. Ugh, finally. Uh, and he returns to the Nexus. He puts it down, and Damashi shows up and is like, hey, my dude, you're back. You're out of jail. And Shujinko's like, I've fucking had enough. I'm sick of this quest. I don't know why I'm even doing it. Why do the Elder Gods want this stuff? How am I going to live my life as a great warrior when I'm already fucking old? It doesn't matter. Now my whole life was getting this stuff and I don't even know why. And Damashi's like, relax, dude, chill out. Sit down. I will tell you why we need the Kamidogu. It's very simple. The Kamidogu are actually weapons. They're daggers that were created by the Elder Gods. They were used to destroy the One Being and create the realms. If they're in the wrong hands, someone could bring the One Being back and rejoin the realms, and that would be bad. In fact, dude, I'm not crazy for being worried about this because right now, in Edenia, the last place that you have to get a, a Kamidogu, there's someone bad there right now trying to get that Kamidogu for evil purposes so you got to book it to adenia right now because this is no joke you got to finish the mission man you got it you got to do this uh and shujinko's like all right i guess this sounds pretty bad i'll go to adenia i'll stop this bad person from getting kamidogus and I'll, I'll finish the mission yeah he sounds like he's on the level yeah that sounds normal that sounds true <laughs> If you get all the daggers together in one place and they were in the wrong hands, really bad stuff could happen. And there are people out there clear, who are it trying is not to. My hands. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm totally good. And I'm not the one who's trying to do that. But there are other people that are. So and they're, they're pretty bad. You yeah. don't want them. Look me up on IMDb. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm totally on the level. I've been in some really good movies. <laughs> I really want to know who said that to you. Um, <laughs> I was uh, the lighting in Terminator Salvation, so yeah, I got yelled at live. <laughs> so it's just really, it's really good. Uh, so yeah, so Shujinko's like, all right, I'll do it, man. I'll go to Edenia. I hear that it's the realm of hot wizards anyway, and that sounds like kind of cool. So he goes there and he meets the very hot wizard, Princess Katana. <gasps> Heard Wait. of her? I thought Katana and Melina were sisters. Uh, oh, no. Melina is a derivative clone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Created in a lab. You don't uh, have to. You don't, you, you don't have to. You, we can move DNA. on. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so Princess Katana is like, hey, listen, my realm was liberated. We've been through some ups and downs. This guy named Shinnok showed up here from the nether realm and devastated us yet again. And Shujinko's like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't even hear about that. And um, Katana's like, yeah, but, you know, we just got our footing. And now Shao Kahn has reappeared. He's trying to reclaim our realm. It's a real disaster. So could you help? My mom, uh, Queen Sindel, has been imprisoned by Shao Kahn's soldiers. And uh, in exchange, I could help you with the whole Kamidogu situation, maybe. And so Shujinko's like, sounds good, man. He goes to the palace. He beats up Shao Kahn's soldiers. He frees Queen Sindel. 
she gives him the kamidoku and she's like i'm happy to give it to you because shao khan was seeking this thing and i don't want him to have it and it's just verifying what damashi said he's like okay okay there was a bad guy here trying to get it i'm gonna bring it to the nexus so shijinko heads back to the nexus he's got the final kamidoku wow he puts it down and he is immediately attacked by a, someone who yells at him, you are not the champion of the Elder Gods. I am the champion of the Elder Gods. And uh, <laughs> Shujinko turns, and who does he see but his old friend Scorpion? Monster! Oh, Scorpion. No, it's Scorpion. Monster is gone, whoever the fuck that guy was. Okay. <laughs> Never brought up again, ever in the entirety of Mortal Kombat <laughs> right. lore, so who fucking knows? Yeah, that's fine. He's gone. So uh, well, When are you going to do the episode on Monster? <laughs> this is it. You've now heard everything there is to say about oh, Monster. Shit. A little trivia I'll drop about Monster is that originally it was going to be a Scorpion costume, but they didn't think that the costume suited Scorpion because he kind of looked like Skeletor. And uh, and then they wound up using the plot point anyway because Scorpion showed up and was like, no, I'm the champion of the Elder Gods. And Shujinko was like, what? Uh, I'm in it too deep now. Sorry, Scorpion. And he beats Scorpion up. He knocks him unconscious. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, Scorpion already taught him how to fight like Scorpion. So what are you going to do? Yeah, he shoot, shot his little thing out. Yeah. No, like, get over here. And he's like, no, you get over here. And Scorpion's like, damn, voice it upon my own, the thing I shoot out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, Shujinko assembles the Kamidogus. His life's mission is complete. And that's when he hears, stomp, stomp stomp and he hears Damashi's voice saying very good job Shujinko you finished and Shujinko's like huh and what turns, could possibly be happening right now dude I don't even know man this is crazy <laughs> I, I, this, I'm learning this at the same time as you <laughs> wait hold on a sec oh what the <laughs> this is crazy okay I'm getting reports that Shujinko turns and who does he see but Onaga the Dragon King. Uh, one of the Elder Gods. No. Um, it's just a dragon. Oh. Who uh he was one of the original rulers of Outworld. He uh-huh. was a really bad guy. He uh helped to t- conquer Outworld. He was like a necromancer. He uh had the potential to be a vessel for the one being. So um he wound up getting put down uh, and poisoned, actually, by Shao Kahn, um, the god oh. who was meant to protect Outworld, but ultimately became a god emperor um, hundreds, thousands, maybe even a millennia ago. And in all of that time, Onaga's spirit has been roaming the realms, looking for an opportunity to come back. The only problem was that he didn't have a body, and when he did come back, he needed the Kamidogus in order to merge the realms um, and become the one being um and so he did successfully throughout Shujinko's entire life manipulate him into assembling the kamidogus while he stealthily without the elder gods shao khan or anyone being aware moved through the realms seeking out a way to get his body back and get those kamidogus while that's why he, he was, was just that's he wasn't just chilling he was looking for uh, a body man yeah, shukajuku so is a fucking moron yeah shujinko is literally like wait I wasted my whole life. Oh and God. It, oh it shit. Never oh, occurred to no. me. 
it like maybe a little occurred to me a couple of times some red flags popped up like all of the people who said you're not the champion of the elder gods and the people who said stuff like your soul is tainted and then other people like my boss who said it's good to have a tainted soul (laughs) nah dude it's fucking awesome yeah you see get all the honeys Yeah, no, he realizes he wasted his entire life. And so he's at kind of this nexus point where Onaga is like, yeah, and I got my body back. Uh, I don't want to get too in the weeds with you, but basically I tricked a dinosaur man who had previously been tricked by a vampire into ambushing a robot. It's a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Long story short, I tricked him into letting me use his body as a vessel. And now I'm back, baby. Thanks for the Kamidogus. Later, nerd. I'm going to Outworld to reclaim my throne. And then from there, merge the realms and conquer the universe. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's what he does. And Shujinko's like, shit, 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 shit. What do I do? Um, I can I, fix I, I'm, I'm surprised he's at that. Cause if I was him at this point, I'd be like, yeah, you got me. I, mm-hmm. can I just go home now? I just take it. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Well, you don't have quite as strong a will as Shujinko, because Shujinko is like, he reaches back into that version of himself, that young, ambitious boy who just wanted to do good, who wanted to save the world, that version of himself who saw a village in Outworld that needed help, and despite all reason, absolutely failed to help him, but had his heart in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says, I have traveled the realms. I have learned all sorts of fighting styles. I do have what it takes. I'm going to Outworld. I'm going to chase Onaga down and I'm going to stop him. He gets to Outworld and he sees that only a few of the greatest warriors throughout the realms are left alive. But a couple of them are old pals of his. Ermac (gasps) and Nightwolf. Buddy. Oh, the crazy crazy forest guy. (laughs) And I can't, here's the thing. I can't remember whether or not he was alive, but it's possible Bo Raicho was also one of these people. Oh, that's I want to say he was. And they're like, we're the revolution. We're the only people left who can stop Onaga. And Shujinko's like, listen, will you help me? And they're like, we will. Together, they assault Onaga. And Shujinko summons the power of all of the warriors around at the same time for a single punch that contains the power of all of the warriors he's learned from and every warrior in the area. It's like this power that again, Onaga gave him in order to, for him to get through this quest with a single punch. He fucking murders Onaga with one hit and Nightwolf at the same time. He punches Onaga's soul out of his body. He hits him so hard and the Nightwolf grabs his soul rushes down to the nether realm with it and binds his soul to the nether realm permanently. And Shujinko did it. He defeats Onaga. He stops Onaga from merging the realms and is dubbed the hero of Outworld. That must've been a boring fight to play. Um, You don't even really No, It's you fight. Yeah. You fight him a couple times. He's really big and that's kind of cool. And then the, the one punch happens in like a cutscene. <laughs> Oh, of course, yeah. Why would they punch. Why would they give you the satisfaction of doing the final yeah. blow? You do have to destroy the Kamidogu, though, by, like, beating them up first. Oh, really? Like the car yeah. in Street Fighter? Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Like the car in Cars? Yeah. yeah. And then and then Onaga like comes out, and he's like, No, my Kamidogu! That was Elise! <laughs> yeah. That rules. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so Shujinko is um, dubbed the hero of Outworld. He saved them, but he felt insanely guilty for causing all of this death and destruction. And he vows that he will never be tricked again. So, a couple <laughs> more things happen to Shujinko in his life. After Spoiler this alert. <laughs> First, Princess Katana sends him a letter inviting him to Outworld. She says she's in the process of restoring peace and normalcy. And he's a great cake. warrior who helped him once. She's got a delicious pie sitting on the windowsill. <laughs> and it's all his if he just comes and gets it. Just love that she wrote him a letter. <laughs> yeah. Dear Shinjuku, hi, remember me? <laughs> I was that hot babe who kind of helped for like five minutes. I asked you to help my mom. And then she gave you the thing. Do you remember? <laughs> I've been good. Anyway. <laughs> Shujinko, by this point, is like, he doesn't trust anybody. And so he reads this letter and is like, sounds like a fucking trick. It's, it's, this sounds like this is a trick. I'm going to go to Adenia like she's asking, but I'm going to be fucking ready to throw down when it's someone who's just trying to trick me again. Like, I've always been tricked my whole life. I'm like 100. <laughs> I'm out of my mind at this point. Uh, so he goes there expecting trouble. Um, and he's 100% right. It's not Katana. It's Melina. She's posing as Katana, trying to take over Edenia. And she locks Shichinko up in a jail cell immediately um, as she and a resurrected Shao Kahn uh, plan an imminent takeover of Edenia. Oh, my God. Uh, so Shichinko rots in jail for a while. This poor fucking guy, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't really know why until... This uh, demigod named Taven shows up saying, hey, man, um, I'm an unfrozen demigod from another time. Uh, I'm on a kind of quest of my own across the ages to um, to go to the top of this pyramid and fight a fire elemental named Blaze and basically decide the fate of all of reality because the one being is coming back one way or another. Um, anyway, why are you in jail? <laughs> And Shujinko's like, oh, well, it's quite simple, you see. Yeah. I've been deceived yet again, or so they think. I allowed myself to be deceived so that I could come here to jail because I knew that there were bad guys with designs. And I'm the hero of Outworld, so it's my job to deal with this kind of stuff. And what I found out is that what you're saying is real on account of Shao Kahn's made an alliance with Shinnok, the bad elder god who came down to the Netherrealm a while ago. And they know about the pyramid and they know about the one being and they know about the fire god elemental and they are actually, they're going to try to get up there and kill them. And now you're lucky that I was here to tell you, Taven, that bad guys are also trying to, to get the one being powers. And that was why I stayed in this jail cell. It was so I could find that out and tell it to someone like you. And Taven literally is like, you're an insane old man. I'm going to just open <laughs> the cell. And I'm going to let you do your you do your thing, okay? And Shujinko's like, you're welcome. See you at the battle of all time at the base of that pyramid when we got to fight the bad guys again, right? We're on the same side. And Taven's like, sure, dude. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, you know. Shujinko is a deeply broken man at this point. <laughs> dude, it's it's cool. You don't have to thank me. It's just, it's fine. I got other <laughs> shit to do. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, he is correct. Shujinko uh, is right. There is going to be this big battle between the forces of good and evil at the base oh of this pyramid of, in Adenia to decide the fate of all reality. And how does and, he uh, know that? 
because he's been listening into what Shao Kahn says about Shinnok, and they're working with Onaga too, who's down in the Nether Realm with Shinnok. What is he and- putting his ear to the wall and hearing the entire world? Yeah. They must have a lot of conversations at the prison of of Shao Kahn, you know. Anyway, let's, let's meet in front of the guy who got the Kami Dogus together. Let's gloat in front of him about our plans. <laughs> I'll tell him to shut up. He Listen, usually doesn't talk anyway. At the end of the day, he was right, and that's all that counts. And what else counts is that he goes to that battle, Shujinko, and is um pretty quickly killed. Oh. Um, yeah, he, alongside basically everyone else that's even been mentioned tonight on this episode, um, die at the Battle of Armageddon, because as the prophecy foretold, only one person can defeat this, uh, fire elemental blaze at the top of this pyramid and take on the power of the one being. Um, the only two people who get to the top of the pyramid are Raiden and Shao Kahn. Um, Shao Kahn is the one who defeats blaze and he's full on going to become the one being, so Raiden has no choice but um, to send a message back in time to his younger self, creating a branching timeline in which his younger self will make different decisions that will change reality and hopefully lead to a different path in which Shao Kahn uh, will not become the one being in reality will be saved. And in that cool. new timeline, things go a little differently for Shujinko. Oh, no, there's more. <laughs> I was like, oh, so that's it. That's so he's done. Listen, it's a tiny little drop in the bucket, little piece of story. Shujinko, in this new timeline, becomes a much less significant figure. Uh, Onaga does not manage to come back in the same way. Um, the Kamidogus play a different role. Um, but it's interesting. It's like an almost remixed thing that happens for Shujinko because he gets pulled into events in a different way. He gets like a new game plus. Yeah, and I'll make this brief because, again, it really doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) What does any of this really matter? Shujinko, well, it matters. But Shujinko is a very insignificant uh, figure in this new timeline. Basically, what happens is he never meets Damashi. And so instead of becoming a great warrior, because he's never granted that copycat magic fighting ability, um, he just becomes a very well-respected master at the Kang Temple in China. Um, He becomes like a a pretty well-respected Kung Fu Master. Um, Good for him. Yeah. And, get uh, get he, that bread, Shujuku. He lives like a relatively uneventful life until he is an old man. He, he kind of just gets to do his thing. Um, when he is an old man, Uh-oh. Raiden comes to him and says, hey, I need this temple and you specifically to protect this Kamidogu dagger. It is the Kamidogu dagger of the Chaos Realm. I have noticed that um there are forces at play that seek these daggers and uh i'm basically just going to trust you to protect this one i'm also going to hide a few other daggers with other people it's kind of like a reverse of what happens for chujinko in the previous time yeah now he's guarding one so does um, he, if he gets it he's like i got a bad feeling about this yeah and then he's proven right because shortly after that of man you may remember named Havoc shows up. Uh-oh. Havoc in this timeline is not a nice man. <laughs> Havoc from the Chaos Realm, he shows up and he goes, "Hey, 
I'm from the Chaos Realm. That's our Kamidogu dagger. And Chujinko's like, okay, what about it? You're not allowed to have it. And he's like, no, oh, no problem. Chaos magic. And so uh, using chaos magic, Havoc poisons the mind of Shujinko and every single monk at the temple. Uh, oh, no. Shortly after doing that. With, with water? <gasps> uh, yeah. <laughs> he, pour, he gives them all Zephyr Hills bottles. They drink them and they go nuts and they start playing everybody run around. Yeah, they're like, eh, fluoride. Mind control. Actually, I think it's specifically blood magic. I think Havoc kind of somehow tricks Shujinko into cutting himself with the dagger. And that blood magic drives them all uh, cuckoo bananas. And uh, Havoc kind of has some sway over them. My only weakness is if you cut yourself with the blood. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's, oh, I made a mistake. Shujinko's like, oh, well, yeah, well, <laughs> slicing my arm. Um, yeah, uh, that's when two guys come to check in on the dagger and collect it for Raiden, who said, hey, I need you to move the dagger. Someone's someone's after them. I think it might be someone bad. I don't know. Havoc? I don't know. So uh, the two people who come in search of the dagger are Hanzo Hasashi, who is Scorpion. He's a Scorpion at this point in this timeline has been restored to his humanity. Oh. And uh, he comes with his apprentice, a guy named uh, Takeda Takahashi, who is actually the son of Kenshi Takahashi, the blind swordsman. Oh. Who, yeah. So the two of them come to the temple and they say, hey, we're here to get the dagger for Raiden. And Shujinko says, no, I won't give it up. Actually, I've come to realize that Raiden cannot be trusted with these daggers and he shouldn't have them at all. Uh, he says, let me introduce you to my new boss, Havoc. I think he can show you that actually Raiden's uh, a bad guy <laughs> and uh, you shouldn't get the dagger for him. Hanzo's like, something's fucked up here. Havoc comes out and is like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm a man who's ripped all the skin off his face. And Hanzo's like, yeah, I'm going to kill this guy. He's not cool. Shujinko gets in the way. He's like, no, no, no. He's a man of God. He's a nice guy. You should just talk it out. Here, why don't you and uh, why don't you and Havoc go talk about this? I'll watch over the boy. Don't worry about it. So uh, as Shujinko has a little sidebar with Takeda, he says, hey, listen, Scorpion's a bad guy. Raiden's a bad guy. Uh, I'm going to give you some sagely advice these daggers shouldn't be in the hands of anyone. Trust me. For instance, they shouldn't be in the hands of someone like me who has sliced his arm and is poisoned by blood magics. Uh, before this little boy can even react, he puts the sword to his throat, walks up to Scorpion and says, I'm going to cut your little boy wonder's throat. If, uh, if you guys don't leave, you can't have the dagger. Um, Hanzo is like, all right, everyone chill. And that's when <laughs> Havoc, uh, beats Hanzo Hisashi to death in front of Takeda. So he beats Scorpion to death in front of Takeda while, while Shujinko has a knife to the kid's neck. Um, and, uh, and then he tells Takeda to just get the fuck out and he kicks him out of the temple. From there, we don't see Shujinko again, so I really have to just assume what happens to him in this new timeline. But um, eventually... Oh, he's a real asshole. Yeah. He really in this timeline he's, he does some bad things. What a what a what a bad aftertaste! Like he was <laughs> such, he was such a tortured guy, and I was like so on on Team Shinjuku. I was like hey, this guy, this poor guy, and then and then right at the end they're like, nah, but he's an asshole though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's actually a. Pre- I mean, it's not his fault. His brain was poisoned by havoc. Sure. Um, and so I assume the rest of his life in this timeline is that he his he is eventually freed, as is everyone who's poisoned by havoc. Um, and must have just felt horrifically guilty for the rest of his life. The only glimpse that we see 
of him is in a, a, a like arcade ladder ending that may or may not be canon because they're sometimes canon, sometimes not in Mortal Kombat. Um, for Cassie Cage, the daughter of the characters Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade, in oh. that ending, Raiden is like, I need you to go kill Shang Tsung. He's a bad guy. And Cassie goes and accidentally kills Shujinko instead because she mistakes him for Shang Tsung. And it is said specifically in this ending that Shujinko's dying words are, I'm Shujinko. And he says it with shame and regret in his voice. So I believe that probably is somewhat canon that in the new timeline, Shujinko is once again tricked by a bad man after a lifetime of living the life he always just wanted in that first timeline as an old man is tricked again by a bad person lives in horrible guilt and then one day someone kills him kind of accidentally he just and he's murdered like, by this a is racist. what i deserve <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> and that's it that's the end of shijinko's story that's everything that's all she wrote this poor guy mm-hmm. is there anyone who's who's who gets jerked around more than this guy in the Mortal Kombat universe? Not as much as him, but I will say that he, he really embodies a lot of the themes of Mortal Kombat, which is people who want something simple, um, who are manipulated by people who crave power and just make mistake after mistake after mistake, making their lives and the lives of everyone around them worse in the pursuit of something arguably nice, noble, simple. Uh, that happens in many people's stories in Mortal Kombat. And I wow. think Shujinko is the um, most, he's like the prime example of that, of that Mortal Kombat story. So what have we learned here? Get, get toxic people out of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, d- 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 I don't know if I, that's it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm. Uh, like that's not a feel good story. Like I don't think I'm gonna like smile. Go to going to bed like mmm. Shujinko. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a tragedy. Nice little, mm, 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 mm. I love that. It's story. a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, I can sing you a lullaby once we wrap if it helps. That would be nice. Listen it, to who- the Mortal Podcast theme song before bed tonight. It's the uh, theme to Mortal Kombat, but I say the names of every character to the beat of the song. Uh, to the okay. To the Mortal Kombat theme. Mm-hmm. So it's just, but that's what happens in the song. Not like this. Oh, so it's so it's like Sonya of uh, Liu Kang. Shao Kahn, da, da, like that, like that's that. right. Okay, yes. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's like very uh, meta. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I think the lessons are they're they're cuck talks people out of your life. Don't be a follower. There you Don't go. just believe people. Yeah. Uh, everybody wants something. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on transactional relationships. Yeah. The real people that are going to stand by you are the people who really care about you. Like Nightwolf, he didn't want anything in exchange. Um, when he helped, he just wanted to help Shijinko out and purge his soul. And he was a friend until yeah. the end. He he showed up when it was time to defeat Onaga. He, so he fucking showed up. He and showed up. If if you if you have blackness in your soul, like that like that dark evil whatever from mm-hmm. the nether realm, 
and you get it expelled, keep it out. Don't put keep it back it in. Keep it out. That's that's a bad idea. It doesn't belong in there. Yeah. A lot of really bad judgment calls on this guy's part. Yeah, he's a he's a mistake machine, which is a phrase I used to describe probably about 70% of the characters in Mortal Kombat lore. Damn. Mhm. That's well, it. I'm going to play this fucking game. I <laughs> Dude, I'm psyched. I'm very, very psyched to try. Please keep me posted. Please keep the Mortal Podcast audience apprised of your adventures in uh, Conquest mode. I'll also say, so this game, Mortal Kombat Deception, comprises of Conquest mode, which is the story mode where you play as Shujinko throughout this journey. Chess combat, where you play chess, but instead of taking other pieces, you do a little round of Mortal Kombat. And puzzle combat, which is puzzle fighter, but Mortal Kombat, which is a little broken because Onaga is so big that he blocks half of the screen so you can't really see the pieces as they're falling at a certain point. This is a real game? Mortal Kombat Deception. It's the best. Is there not just like a normal Mortal Kombat mode? There is. There's also a full-on arcade mode with like the whole arcade ladder for all the characters. And is this this is a 3D game, I'm assuming? It was Xbox, PS2, GameCube era. Um, that's why I think people write it off for people who kind of were very into Mortal Kombat at the beginning, very much into the end. They forget about the 3d era because Mortal Kombat four was so despised that people ignore five, six and seven, which are pretty good. Um, check it out, man. You're going to love it. No way. And, and deception was six. Yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. So when's the episode on the puzzle fighter one? that's this is well the there's no narrative in puzzle fighter so you think i honestly if i went into it i'd probably find out that there was something in there everything in mortal Kombat has a story hey man if 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 shunjiko is is a part of it i want to know because i gotta know everything about this <laughs> he's guy. in there he's in puzzle comb um but aaron that's it that's shunjiko's story which brings us to the final segment of our show oh which I like to call Choose Your Destiny. It's a segment in which I ask you, Aaron, now that you are familiar with the various realms and creatures um, that exist in the Mortal Kombat world, who uh, would you be in the world of Mortal Kombat? Monster. You'd be, you, you just would be monster? Yeah. Let's talk about monster for a second. Because I think I get who monster was. <laughs> so you would be someone who is legitimately given the role of the champion of the elder gods. You are told that your job is to protect the realms from mischief. Like say someone who's trying to round up the Kami Dogus and reunite the one being right. You show up somewhere expecting to fight a being of pure evil. So you say, I'm the champion of the elder gods and you must be defeated. Some random 20 year old says, no dude, I'm the champion of the elder gods and murders you in cold blood. (laughs) Yeah, you just get gaslit and die. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hey, man, you know, that's life sometimes. They never even learn your name. So I, 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 I choose Monster. Femurs coming out of your shoulders. Well, you know what? Actually, I'd probably be Ermac because I get all these like souls to hang out with all the time. Well, the question is more uh, an original character. So uh, you're not allowed to be Ermac, but you are allowed to be uh, someone like Monster, you know? Oh, okay. So I'm not choosing to be an a actual Mortal Kombat character. Correct. Okay, I was just okay. So a random person. 
It's like create a mm. create your own situation. I'm gonna be honest, and maybe this is just because of the mood I was in or whatever. I would be somebody in the nether realm because the mm-hmm. way you talked about it and the way he just was like chill with Ermac and met some like random demon chick who was like, Hey, what's up? Like, it seemed like it was pretty chill and he hung out there for a while and didn't seem to have a bad time. Cause when he yeah. was in jail, he was like, this sucks. I hated that. But when he came out of another realm, he was just like, whatever, I'll do it again. I don't give a shit. It sounds, it sounds pretty chill. So I would be a dude in the nether realm and I'd be hanging out with all the people that go in and out of there. I mean, you got like Scorpion, you got Shinook or whatever the hell his name is. You got yeah. Shinjuku every so often, twice. You got demon lady, you got who else is in the nether world? There are some hot babe demons. There's also big big old bats. You got uh Quan Big Chi. old you bats? Got, Come on. Yeah. Do you join the Brotherhood of Darkness and participate in the invasion of the realms, or are you more like uh I'm just gonna hang back? I would join the Brotherhood of Darkness or whatever, but I would like I do like the clerical work. So got like it. I so I could wear the uniform and feel cool, but yeah. I wouldn't actually go out on the front lines. I think that's probably wise. Yeah. They don't live. Because I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't want to meet up with Onagi or whatever. And yeah. Ju- die Ju- in the apocalypse o- Onago. battle. Shujinko. Yeah. Well, great answer. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for staying up late with me. I know it's past your bedtime now. Yeah, no, it's um, cool. Thank you for having me. Mine this too. Is, this is probably my favorite podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> I mean, it's it's most of the podcasts I go on, it's just like, oh, we just hang out for an hour and mm-hmm. and, and and crack jokes or whatever. But this like had a purpose. Which yeah, you was, got something out of this. Which was very fun. Yeah, and I learned something. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. I hope you come from the come out of this um, you know, finding one person in your life to just cut out permanently. <laughs> yes get rid of toxic people find your tamashi and get them out of there just get them out find your light and just expel it and just get it out of you uh if people want more aaron harrison in their lives where can they get it they can go to youtube.com slash game grumps or if you're a nerd and you like pokemon cards and magic the gathering cards you can go to youtube.com slash shuffle master where i open them oh that's fun i like that that's my fun thing are you on cameo Oh yeah, cameo.com slash hello I'm Aaron. Go go book me for a birthday or whatever. If you got a friend who's a huge Game Grumps fan, it's the best <laughs> present ever. Before we started recording, Aaron convinced me to get on Cameo um, with a K. So you guys gotta uh, go and um, ask me to say something about Mortal Kombat at you. Yes, exactly. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and then I'll send my kid to college one day. Put it in the college fund. That's perfect. It's a win-win. <laughs> Such a win-win. Uh, thanks again, Eric. This is a, this is a blast. This is one of my favorite episodes. I've been uh, dreading the length of this story and looking forward to it all this time. So this was great. We did it. I, I, I feel saw us very... cross the two-hour mark. So yeah, I feel very hashtag blessed to be on the Shinjuku <laughs> episode. Uh, well, this is a blast. Thank you, everyone. Uh, and as always, finish him. <laughs>